Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome back to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith with Tom and Tyler. Tyler, this week we've been talking about anger, and yesterday we closed off talking about that verse in Ephesians chapter 4, Be ye angry and sin not. And some people use that verse as a license to being angry. And we're going to continue talking about anger, how it's passed down in the next generation. We talked yeah. about yesterday. One of the biggest problems in homes today is fathers with anger. But mothers can have it too. You know, anger is just a, an issue that we all deal with regardless. And even our kids have anger and stuff. Yeah, any, my wife who lives with me is typically going to have she, anger. She's just, the just one. The, yeah, just not because, you. Okay. Just because she has I to deal with that. me, you know. You know, well, the Bible says every man will proclaim his own goodness. Uh, yeah. And the, and the, and the uh, bread of deceit is sweet, you know. So you've been eating that deceitful bread. Uh, <laughs> deceiving yourself. I there. thought I was full. <laughs> Well, we're going to talk about that here, but before we do, let me tell our listeners, uh, today is also, of course, we deal with the issues of Islam and and uh, those things. Today is Ramadan, the start of Ramadan, the 30 days of fasting, and that will bring anger to a person's life if they're hungry, right? Uh, you ever heard of the expression, I'm hangry, you know, I'm angry and I've, hungry. I've been there, yeah. And uh, usually at uh, around 12 o'clock at church on Sunday, mm-hmm. the preacher's gone a little long and we start getting that hangry feeling mm-hmm. that's in there. But uh, We're being very spiritual this yeah, week. Yeah, I, I, I tell you. So far we've wanted to beat up a, a, a drunkard <laughs> and uh we don't like when the preacher goes past noon on sunday all yeah, right we are okay all right we got, that's why there's an altar we're really yeah we need it okay well uh with ramadan let, let me explain this because some of our listeners may not understand what is this 30 days of fasting does this mean that muslims do not eat for 30 days no it means that during daylight hours they don't eat or drink but when the sun goes down, then they all go out and eat like Baptist, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in fact, actually, most Muslims gain more weight <laughs> during the 30 days of fasting there because they, you know, they do a feast each night mm-hmm. and um, and stuff. And then at the end, if it finishes with Eid al-Fitr, which is a big feast and stuff. So, hmm. like, you know, I've been starving all month, and now we're really going to uh, catch up with all that. I wouldn't want to be the one who cooks that feast after I've been fasting yeah. all that time. Do you think about that? <laughs> Never mind. Anyways, let's, let's get on. Let's get back to the topic of, of, of anger, and it's a serious issue. It's, mm-hmm. you know, as I said, when I was pastoring, I, I found that was probably the number one root problem there. And uh, we have this passage in Ephesians chapter 4, that uh, tells us, be ye angry and sin not. And it's a controversial topic, I've, I've found, and my... Yeah, there's some different interpretations. I have some very good friends, and we brushed into this last, you know, yesterday when we were talking about it, and I just didn't feel I had a good <clears throat> a time to, to break this down. And I'm not um, saying my friends are necessarily wrong, but I get a little uh, anxious and uh, a, a little uncomfortable when I, when I feel that someone is trying to make the Greek stretch a, uh, to their interpretation. Mm-hmm. And, I feel, in that. and I feel that's being done a little bit with this verse. And they're saying, because I have good friends who will say, this verse is not saying what it says. Okay. Yeah. Now when they start off with that, that bothers me. Yeah. I know the Bible says this, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the and uh, one of the rules of 
what we call hermeneutics. Hermeneutics is the, uh, the science of interpretation. And one of the general rules is this. When the plain sense makes common sense, look for no other sense. Mm -hmm. That's one of the first rules of, of uh, hermeneutics. And I've always added at the end, if you look for any other sense, else you'll have nonsense. Mm -hmm. And it often leads a person to uh, a bit of nonsense in their interpretation of the Bible. We need to be careful how we do that. And uh, some are suggesting that this verse says it does, that it's, it, they take the position, it's, it's always sin when you get angry. Always. Mm -hmm. Always sin when you get angry. And you say, well, well God had wrath. God had sin. Are you saying that, it, that God sinned? Yeah. Oh, no, no, because God, you know, different from us, and he has righteous anger. You and I cannot have that. I'm not, I'm not comfortable with that interpretation. I don't. I think the plain sense here is this. Be ye angry. There are going to times that you'll have a spurt of anger. Yeah. It will, you'll have a little bit of spillage of it. That bucket of emotion that you know, once it gets stirred up and becomes volatile, some will spill over the edge. The example I gave yesterday was if I came up and just smacked you. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to awaken me an emotion of happiness and love and peace. It's going to be like, you know, uh, you know, you better wash my hand. It's yeah. coming, you know, coming your way. But after I heard what you were going to do to that drunkard, I might not do that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but you, but you that, keep bringing that up. That, I tell you what, I should never have confessed that to you. But my, my listeners would have been more forgiving than yeah, you. I, I have, we haven't talked about forgiveness yet. That's for next episode. <laughs> but no, really, if I was to do that, though, I think that would be an example. I mean, it would make me angry. It, 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 we have an eruption, and that's the thing that, you know, about anger. It can erupt, uh, seems like, with very little at times to, uh, to evoke it. Mm -hmm. Okay, and... Uh, and there are sometimes there are people that you know they just love pushing that button to invoke anger in us. And sometimes it's our kids, you know, they kind of know how to do that. Mm -hmm. So, um, <clears throat> you know, anger, I, I'm not so sure if their interpretation is correct. Now, I do believe that some people will look at that passage and use it as license. Oh, the Bible says, be ye angry. You know, so it's okay for me to be angry. Anger is a very dangerous emotion and will not uh, sometimes lead to sin. Often will lead a person to an action. Let me go back to my example, my confession. Here, uh, you know, it's late. That poor guy. <laughs> and, <laughs> You know, and I tried, I mean, for over an hour. I really know, did the, think that was years ago when you first told me that story. No, no, this, is just, this just recently <laughs> happened. And so, you know, and I just, uh, you know, uh, bang on that guy's door, and he opens up, you know. my uh, Before, when I'm in my room, being angry in my mind, all that emotion is there. Mm -hmm. But I allowed my action to go beat on someone's door and threaten him. I'm going to knock your lights out if you don't shut up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, type of thing there. And, uh, and you know, man, I went back to my room just feeling rotten over my actions. Yeah. Because it, and that's what sin does. And if you have the Holy Spirit in you, your conscience then evokes 
and said, and it accuses us in Romans chapter 3. It accuses or excuses us. And because uh, God's law was written in, you know, on my heart and in your heart and everybody's heart, we know when we've done wrong, we kind of feel that, oh, that was a terrible feeling, that uh, guilt mm-hmm. rose up. You're wrong for what you just did. It led to sin. Yeah. It led to sin. And uh, so there's many times that I've had anger, but it hasn't fallen through with sin. That time it did, and boy, felt rotten about it. So let me ask you a direct question, yeah. and then I want to have just my little, very small two cents there. So I'm going to ask you a direct question. Can you be angry then and not be in sin? Because that's the argument with this yeah. verse. I, it, it's my understanding. As best I understand, you know, this scripture. Um, yeah, I believe we can be angry, <clears throat> but very dangerous. Yeah. It can lead us to sin. So don't use it as license. And and let me say this. Um, theologians yeah. will fight about this topic. I've seen it. I, I've, I've, I want to say I've been involved in it, but I've, I've preached about it and, and had someone say, no, that's not, you know, mm-hmm. you can't be angry and not be insane, all that different stuff. So I, I've, I've, I've seen that before. But let me say this. Instead of fighting about if that's sin or not, I think we're missing the important thing that God wants us to deal with, which is how to deal with those things when it happens. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you think God really wants yeah. us to sit here and be like, hey, is this sin or not sin? Or, I mean, we know anger is not, anger is not a good thing. It leads to sin. But the important thing that I believe God is trying to tell us here, and it actually, let's finish the verse, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Yeah. Right? So what God's really dealing with or talking about here isn't about us figuring out which one of us is right about sin or not. I don't, in my opinion, that's not, that's not it. But it's about how do you deal with it when it happens. That's what God wants us to focus on. Because there's going to be times in your life where you are going to be provoked to be uh, angry. And God cares about the way that you deal with it from that point forward. Yeah. So you, uh, we, we were talking about this for today's show. Three ways we can react to it. How do we deal with that? Yes. Okay. So three. There's there's only three ways you can respond or deal with anger. Uh, the first one is to internalize the anger. Now this is a person that uh, allows anger. This is a person that doesn't respond hastily. In other words, uh, when I do something to anger you, you don't talk about it to me right then and there. What you do is you drop a penny in the bucket is, is how I like to describe it. And then every time somebody does something, there's another penny that gets dropped in the bucket. You never deal with it. You never talk to them about it. And what it does is it builds up. And then one day I do something that's really not even a big deal and you erupt and you just completely go. You've, you've yeah. seen people do this, right? Yeah. And it's because that's, they're internalizing their anger. They're, they're allowing their anger not to be dealt with at all, not to be talked about at all. They just kind of keep it to themselves. They isolate themselves. But eventually those pennies begin to build up and your bucket starts to overflow yeah. and erupts. And these pennies are offenses. Offenses yes. that, you know, you, you did wrong to me. You said this wrong to me. You said you or didn't do this or whatever. Builds up, builds up, builds up. I call it, you know, filling up your gunny sack. You yes. know, we just keep filling it and then before you know it, explosion occurs. Well, what, what did I do, man? Yeah. You're, 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 you're reacting inappropriately to what you think. You know, it's a, it's accumulation of things so yeah. internalizing and that leads to bitterness we talked about yesterday how else can we, we react the other way is to to ventilate the anger so this is a person that doesn't bottle anything up ever every single time they're offended or in anger they lash out right away so this is the this is the father of the home that like you said when they see their kid being directly disobedient they don't say hey go to your room let me have a you know to give yourself a minute to ventilate they just take it out on their kids right away so this is a person that uh, I tell you, there's a verse that says, he that hasteth with his feet sinneth. Mm. That's a very important verse, okay? Yes. If you 
if you are a person who are, who is reactive, you, you basically you're offended and you're instantly hasty and you 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 act on it. And I'll be honest, I fall into this category sometimes. I'm telling on myself a little bit here. Instead of taking a step back, you know, praying about God helping you with your your spirit on that, you you instead just inflict your anger on the people around you, and that is what destroys homes. That's what destroys families. What's the What's the third? The third The third way to deal with it is the solution, and that's what we're going to start getting into. Uh, with our show here and so the third way to deal with it is to deal with it to deal with the problem spiritually so number one uh, there's many different things mentioned on here on how to deal with it spiritually number one is examine your expectations okay Psalms chapter 62 and verse 5 my soul wait thou only upon God for my expectation is from him what okay do you mean? what's an expectation one of the I've found one of the number one reasons why marriages have conflict or struggle or anger in a marriage is because of unnecessary expectations placed on a spouse, okay? I'll give you an example. I expect my wife to have dinner ready when I get home from work, okay? That's not an actual thing, but, but but this is an example of it. And and so maybe she has something that happens with the kids or something that I don't know about, some big thing. And so she didn't get to have dinner ready or when I got home. she expects you to throw your dirty clothes in the in the hamper yeah. and not How on dare the floor. Her? How dare her? Okay. I mean, yeah. you, come on, dear. Yeah, okay, I understand now. Dinner's expectations. So, but, but here's what we do. We, we go around to the people, the different people that we have in our life, and we place all these unnecessary expectations on them. And, and that can only do two things. Either one, they're going to do what your expectation is, therefore everything's even kill. Or two, they let you down on their expectation, and now you have anger be, being prevalent because they did not do what you expected them to do. All right. Well, we're going to have to unpack more of that in tomorrow's broadcast because uh, I think it's important we get into these solutions. It's been great to be with you here on the radio, and we hope you'll join us again tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.